The year was 1963. Oh, it's about us, honey. John F. Kennedy was the President of the United States. The great prison Alcatraz was closing. The Toronto Maple Leafs, led by a 6-foot, 205-pound Canadian by the name of Frank Mahovlich, coming off a 73-point season, would defeat the Detroit Red Wings 4-1 to to hoist Lord Stanley's Cup for the second consecutive year. The Dodgers would defeat the Yankees in the World Series behind an impressive talent by the name of Sandy Koufax. How the West was won was atop the box office, and the Buck Owens song, Act Naturally, topped the country charts. Rawhide and Bonanza were TV favorites, and Martin Luther King Jr. was named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. A turquoise blue 49 Ford with a long whip antenna would cruise the roads around a little Midwest town. A young man behind the wheel, a young lady with love in her eyes looking on. It was a great time. A much simpler time. A couple years prior, this young lady and this young gentleman had decided to go to a concert together. Johnny Cash, the man in black. The young lady, as legend has it, asked the young man to go to the concert. He accepted, and along with a few friends, to the concert they went, starting what would be a life together. There, a relationship was started that would span the next 60-plus years and counting. Their love for one another blossomed day by day, month by month, and year by year, until they decided to marry. Wedding bands were picked out together during her junior year, given as a Christmas gift that same year. On June 15, 1963, they would become man and wife. The bride, dressed in white, a bouquet of sweet pea flowers, surrounded by friends and family. Many gone now, some still here. The sands of time continuously dripping through the glass. Six decades, 60 years has passed since that day. In the time between then and now, the ups and downs of life would happen, and in that time, two beautiful daughters would be born to the couple. They would raise their children. They lived their lives. Trips camping and cruising around in a myriad of convertible cars, hair blowing in the wind, enjoying life together with their new family. As James wrote, life is like a vapor, and soon, in a vapor, years had passed. Children grown, things changed, and the nest was empty of children, and the sounds of grandchildren would soon fill the air. What started out as a date to a concert has endured the test of time. The question that many ask is, what does it take to make a marriage last six decades? The first and foremost thing is relying on God. He must be part of the marriage from day one, a part of every facet of life. There from the beginning to the end, the alpha and omega of marriage. In marriage, the couple says, you also need to be content through the years. Content and understanding, even if that second of the marriage isn't going the way you want it or you're not getting the things you want. It helps to be surrounded by good examples. Pioneers of marriage that have paved the way and shown the path. Those that can point the way to being content and help others to find the secret to that contentment in both marriage and faith to make the union successful. Beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Today, we gather together here to celebrate this godly union, this love, this contentment with one another, to renew these vows, originally promised to one another and seemingly another time, 
in another place some six decades ago. 60 years. To some, it's a lifetime. To some, Ron, it's a life sentence. An amount of time not granted to many in life shows in this life the greatness of the blessings to achieve 60 years united as man and wife, an achievement worthy of great praise. Scripture tells us in Colossians, So as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving each other, who ever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Beyond all these things, put on love, which is a perfect bond of unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you, with all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Whatever you do in word or deed, do in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Wives, be subject to your husbands, as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives, and do not be embittered against them. We are also told by the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians, Love is patient, love is kind, and is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant, does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own, it's not provoked, does not take into account a wrong suffered, does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. Ron, understanding that this is God's instruction for you regarding how you are to love Pam, as the Holy Spirit empowers you, do you recommit yourself to love her in this way? Do you promise to love and uphold her and to continue to join with her in making a home that endures through love and peace? Do you reaffirm your commitment to a deeper union with her, whereby you both shall know joy and fulfillment of love? Do you renew your pledge to complete faithfulness through these changing seasons of life? Do you now, of your own free will, give yourself completely to her in body, mind, and soul, that you shall be hers as long as you both shall live? If you do, say, do, say I do. Pam, this is God's instruction to you regarding how you are to love Ron. As the Holy Spirit empowers you, do you recommit yourself to love him in this way? Do you promise to love and uphold him and to join him in making a home that shall endure in love and in peace? Do you reaffirm your commitment to a deeper union with him whereby you both shall know joy and fulfillment of love? Do you renew your pledge to complete faithfulness through these changing seasons of life? Do you now, of your own free will, give yourself completely to him to love in mind, body, and soul, that you shall be his alone as long as you both shall live? I do. I do. Ron, please look at your wife and take her right hand. I already got it. And <laughs> I am looking at her. Yeah, I'm looking at her. Ron. <clears throat> Today, you will renew the vows originally made to her when you became husband and wife. Do you, Ron, take Pam to be your wife, to have and to hold continuing the last 60 years, for better or worse, for richer or poorer, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish until you are parted by death? Is this your solemn vow to Pam? 
You do. Pam, please look at your husband and take his right hand, as you have. Today you will renew the vows originally made to him when you became husband and wife. Do you, Pam, take Ron to be your husband, to have and to hold, continuing the last sixty years, for better or worse, for richer or poorer, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish, until you are parted by death? Is this your vow to Ron? Yes, I do. The past 60 years you have set examples for others to follow. You've shown the Lord and the world your commitment to God, marriage, and one another. From here you will go out still joined as man and wife into a world that is not like the world your original vows were made in. This is of no consequence to you both. This marriage has endured many challenges and many changes in life, in the world, and in the events surrounding it. It has been through many things, and here you stand as a testament to a world that so easily looks to separation and divorce as the only way to success. But you have shown all of us that success in a Christian marriage has a different set of values and a completely different look than the world around us can or will recognize. With that being said, if you'll pray with me. Father, we look to you as the source for everything in life. Sixty years ago, you looked down upon these two as they expressed their love for one another and rejoined before you in holy matrimony. You've been there with them in this life, in the valleys and on the mountaintops. We look to you now for continued and renewed blessings. Give them good spirits and a renewed love for one another. Bless their home, bless their family, and bless their marriage. Let them continue to be an example of a godly union as long as they both shall live, and in the memories of those who knew them when you call them home. Father, let the testimony of this marriage transcend the sands of time, saturated in the blood of Christ. Amen. 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 As a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, called by God, being here on his part, I proclaim once again you as was proclaimed six decades ago, you are and have been and will continue to be man and wife. Ron, you may kiss your bride. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one here. <laughs> That's it.